listening to Thoughts of the Week. I'm 
man addressing an unseen crowd. Big strong boys for farm work, he says. 400. 700. 700. 700. 700. 800. The numbers roll in. These men are sold for 1200 million pounds. $400 apiece. You are watching an auction of human beings. Another man, claiming to be a buyer, off camera, someone asks, What happened to the ones from Niger? Sold off, he's told. CNN was sent this footage by contact. After months of working, we were able to verify the authenticity of what you see here. We decided to travel to Libya to try and see for ourselves. We're now in Tripoli and we're starting to get a little bit more of a sense of how this all works. Our contacts are telling us that there are one to two of these auctions every month and that there is one happening in the next few hours so we're going to head out of town and see if we can get some sort of access to it for the safety of our contacts we have agreed not to divulge the location of this auction but the town we're driving to isn't the only one night falls we travel through nondescript suburban neighborhoods pretending to look for a missing person Eventually, we stop outside a house like any other. Adjust our secret cameras. And wait. Finally, it's time to move. We're ushered into one of two auctions happening on this same night. Crouched at the back of the yard. A floodlight obscuring much of the scene. One by one, men are brought out as the bidding begins. 400. 500. 550. 600. 650. 700. Very quickly, it's over. We ask if we can speak to the men, the auctioneer. Thank you for the hearts. Appreciate it. Much love. We ask again if we can speak to them. If we can help them. No, he says. The auctions are over, we're told. Thank you for the hearts. Thank you for the hearts. And we're asked to leave. That was over very quickly. We walked in. And as soon as we walked in... The men started covering their faces, but they clearly wanted to finish what they were doing, and they kept bringing out what they kept referring to in Arabic as al-Budah, the merchandise. All in all, they admitted to us that there were 12 Nigerians. Appreciate the hearts. Thank you. In front of us. And I, I honestly don't know what to say. That was... Rhino Slice, what's good? These men are migrants with dreams of being smuggled to Europe by sea. I'm hit that pause button real quick and just say this. 
kind of weird that these guys were just, they're kind of readily just going into these caged in areas. So that is kind of odd to me. Thank you for the hearts, by the way. Um, again, it's real odd that they would kind of readily go in. So I would say, although this is CNN, you know, CNN has a history of some slickness. I just wanted to show you the video for other purposes, but also keep in mind, you know, they put the date of October of this year and they could be very well telling the truth on that. But, um, what I just find odd in this video is that um, how these men, I guess coming from other areas of Africa, because they have to go through uh, Libya, I guess, to get into Europe, is my understanding. And I go a little bit more into that in a few, if it comes back to, if it comes to mind back then, in regards to um, Gaddafi, all right? But, um... These folks are, I guess, are having to go through Libya in order to get through Europe. And it's just real odd that they would be, that they would be going um, into these cages kind of readily. And when you listen to what the uh, lady is saying, it's just, it's crazy to me how you have all these people in what looks to be just one guy keeping control of them all. There's something kind of weird about that, right? It's just something kind of odd about that situation. Some people would say, why don't they overpower this guy and just, you know, do what they got to do? If they got, if their intent is just to leave the country, to get out of there from all the turmoil or whatever's going on. Phil 413, what's good? Appreciate the hearts. Um, you would think they would take over everything. But let's just listen in. Appreciate the hearts. They come in their thousands from Niger, Mali, Nigeria, Ghana. What's good? Thirteen rescued from warehouses like the one in which we witnessed the auction. No doubt. They're sold in those warehouses. Very welcome. They run out of money to pay their smugglers. Of these rescued men, so many here say they were held against their will. It doesn't take us long to find victory. Victory was a slave. We know that some people are being sold. Yes. Some people are being sold. Is this something you've heard about? Can you tell us about? Sure. Tell us. I was sold. What happened? On my way, come here, I was sold. Let's let's beat. If you look at most of people here, if you check their body, you see the man and the beating with the electric. Even your boots on the truck, something, something like sharp object. Understand? Most of them lost their life there. Um, I was there, the, the person who took that, I mean, give him my money. They take me out of So the money was not even much. Other migrants now start to come forward with their stories. It took people to walk by force. Even when we are on the seaside, when we are walking, we walk on the 
captured migrants until they can be deported. He says every day brings fresh heartbreak. I'm suffering for them. I am suffering for them. What I have seen here daily, believe me, it makes me really feel pain for them. They come on every story, especially a few days there was abusing them, abuse them, they stole their money. Hey, my apologies, guys. Thank you for the hearts. CNN has delivered this evidence to the Libyan authorities who have promised to launch an investigation so that scenes like this are returned to the past. Alright, so I don't know if you guys were able to hear that. And I probably will uh, play it back on a different uh, monitor here in a minute. But, um, yeah, so, so the thing is now is that because of the uh, destabled country of Libya, Um, now you have all this going on. Lurdy, Drake, Drek 8, what's going on? God, glad you joined in. Glad you joined in, and we are talking about the uh, slave trade in Libya. First of all, what do you guys think about that? Before I, you know, put in my thoughts on it. Appreciate the hearts. So I definitely appreciate it. You're looking out, good looking out, good looking out. So what do you guys think about the um, Libya slave trade? What do you guys think about it? Ciao, Lurdy Drake. What's going on? It's insane. Yes, indeed. Yeah, Um. so another thought came to my mind because I was looking at some videos yesterday in regards to that. And one of the things that came to mind was 2017. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. But it speaks to a system that's been in place for a long time that uh, that the system is moving things in that direction. Yeah, it's insane, right? You know, these things ain't just happening on circumstance, you know, just popping up and just, okay, out the blue, like today, if we, we all live in the United States and just all, all of a sudden there's something weird just happens all of a sudden. People are just rounding people up. It's not just it's just popping up for no reason. This was something that was put in position to happen. All right. Now I'm gonna say this, and some of you could get mad, but even with you being mad about it, or you might get mad about what I what I'm gonna say. The thing is to ask yourself. It's not a point of letting your emotions, which is cool. We can, let you, we can all let our emotions get into play. But then after you, after that comes, after your emotions come in, 
then it's really time to seriously think. Right? But to be honest, I mean, you got to really be honest if this, if this is fact or fiction, but did not Obama and Hillary Clinton have something to do with it? That's a question you got to ask yourself and look and look into it. This happened under the Obama administration, not the slave trade, but the taking down of Gaddafi, right? And then once that took place, then all these other things started coming in into play, and it took itself right into the slave trade, right? Right. So I know a lot of people was on that Obama love. And it's understandable why, but then you got to start looking at what was the man really up to. He might have had some good, real good intentions about a lot of stuff, but he wasn't able to really get things done because there are other forces controlling in the background. And so he had to go on and play that, that role. And who knows if he would have went against whatever, you know, if he would have still, if he still would be here today. So, but unfortunately, it was under Obama and Hillary, which some call Killary Clinton. That's another episode of Thoughts of the Week altogether. But the fact remains is that it happened under his watch, right? And so now, and even I think he said it towards the end of his um, his term. He said he think one of the mistakes he made was to go into Libya. I believe he said that on a, a, a speech or something to that effect news. He said he think that was one of the mistakes he made. And another thing I've noticed about when people want to make other people look like enemies, they start dogging them out and talking about, yeah, they're doing this to their people. They're doing that to their people. But not to say I'm a fan or not a fan. I'm not going to say either way about Gaddafi or Saddam or any of the other people they try to get rid of. And now we, um, there's this Zimbabwe thing, which that's another, that's all connected thing here as well. But, um, Regardless of being a fan or not a fan of these people, they actually kept some stuff from happening and kept some things down for a little while. But then once they got killed off, then all a bunch of stuff started taking place, right? And um, I remember last, this probably was last year sometime. I figured probably last year, maybe a year and a half or so, I remember getting on Periscope and I was uh, there was a dude who was in Libya, at least that's what he said. Actually, I looked at the maps. When you uh, click on the uh, maps and just see other people who are on Periscope at the time, I clicked on somebody that was in Libya. So I was talking to the dude and there were some things that I researched and found out about and I wanted to hear from somebody from the ground. You know what I'm saying? I want to hear from somebody from the actual place of Libya to find out if it was true. Right? Thank you for the hearts. So, like I said, what I did 
what I did was, you know, I was looking around on Periscope. And like I said, this is about a year ago. I was on Periscope and I was clicking on the maps to see, you know, who's out there, what's long, what's going on in other countries. So I clicked on, there were some people that were on live at the time in Libya. So I clicked on one of the, the little circles and talking was talking to this dude in Libya. I was trying to find out what was going on and stuff. And I told him, I said, hey, look, I, I researched and found out that Gaddafi um, gave free health care, uh, I think free schooling, and that um, when uh, families had children, they gave them like $5,000. So I wanted to find out from somebody who was actually from there, was that true? And basically, the dude said, yeah. He's like, yeah, we get free education. Um, I think Gaddafi gets monies from the oil that they sell. And since they have so much of it and they sell so much of it, you know, they they gave they give their people housing, houses. Some people live in some beautiful homes. This is what Gaddafi giving it to, to the people. Now, I didn't, at that time, I didn't think about to say, well, was it his people and nobody else in the country, but the impression I got from watching other videos, doing some reading, some research, and talking to this dude that was from Libya, that was living in Libya, or at least broadcasting on Periscope from Libya, was that he was like, yeah, that's all true. And he was like, it's not as, it's, the place is not as bad as people are thinking. And um, they give uh, free education, they give you housing, um, and so a few other things he had mentioned. Something, one thing in particular, I can't remember what it was. What it was, but it was something else he said. I was like, "Oh, that's real cool, right there." So the whole thing is, is that what was the reasoning for taking a man out when, from research and hearing from other people? And somebody in particular from there was saying, look, we actually getting, you know, we're being taken care of. So then I was looking at some more stuff and researching and finding out that Gaddafi was going to take his gold and uh, use the gold as the uh, to replace the dollar, so to speak, and, so, and do some do it in such a way dealing with the oil that he had in such a way that the dollar would be really devalued and so apparently that was probably one of the things if not the thing that caused him to get killed and people wanting and you know what countries I'm talking about in particular that wanted him dead and but they tried to mask it by saying he's this to his people or he done this he done that which wasn't the case. It was to trying to get everybody riled up and understood and into um, agreeing with taking him down. So the end result now is you have these folks being slaves. And, and my understanding is that Gaddafi took care of a lot of uh, Africans in other countries and now, since he's gone, everybody's trying. What they're trying to do, my understanding is, they're trying to get into Europe, I guess, because a lot of things are going on now. And so the only way, I guess, the, from what I'm understanding, being told, the only way to do that is to go through Libya. So these people are going through Libya, and while they're doing that, they're getting snatched up 
and people are being sold. Some the women are being traded for sex, getting into the sex trade. So they having auctions and everything under the sun. Now another thing that um, haven't hasn't been mentioned. I think I heard it one time, but it was something I was thinking before I heard it. I said, "Well, you got the slave trades." Gone, and then it's Arabs that are doing it. Imagine that, because when the transatlantic slave trade, they said Arabs were involved in that as well, right? And so there was some talk of Arabs here in, in the United States. There was talk of people should go on and boycott their, uh, you know, they have a lot of gas stations and other things as well. So there was some talk of, you know, telling people to, um, you know, not support. Don't go to their gas stations. Start start questioning them and finding out what they think about all these black people being traded in uh, on auction blocks by Arabs, right? So these are the questions and these are the thoughts of other folks. And um, another thing was, are some of them being auctioned off for their organs? Hmm. Right? Are they be auctioning off for their organs? Is that something that's going on? What I'm trying to do now is uh, I'm going to try to play it back again because, or some of it anyway, because on the, uh, these Chromebooks are funny, I guess, when it comes to how much space you have and how much things get played. So it makes it kind of hard to play things. And now my whole, uh, Laptop's acting really weird, but that's all good. Let me see here. So as so, just bear with me real quick. I'm trying to get this thing set back up here. I'm like thinking two and three moves ahead, <laughs> and I keep typing the same stuff in. Okay, I think this is it. Here we go, right there, I believe. We'll move it here. So let's just make sure this is what I'm looking at here. A man addressing an unseen crowd. Big strong voice for Farmer, he says. 400, 700, 700, 800, the numbers roll in. These men are sold for 1,200 living pounds, $400 a piece. You are watching an auction of human beings. Another man claiming to be a buyer. Off camera, someone asks, what happened to the ones from Niger? Sold off, he's told. 
CNN was sent this footage by contact. After months of working, we were able to verify the authenticity of what you see here. We decided to travel to Libya to try and see for ourselves. We're now in Tripoli and we're starting to get a little bit of a sense of how this all works. Sound pretty clear? Telling us that there are one to two of these auctions every month and that there is one happening in the next few hours. So we're going to head out of town and see if we can get some sort of. Let me know if you can hear that. For the safety of our contacts, we have agreed not to divulge the location of this auction, but the town we're driving to isn't the only one. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Night foods. Thank you for the hearts. We travel through nondescript suburban neighborhoods, pretending to look for a missing person. Eventually, we stop outside a house like any other. All right, cool, cool, cool. I appreciate it. Notice how they have the date down on the bottom, so... Like I said, sometimes it's kind of um, suspect with CNN and just in general when news outlets put stuff out because there have been plenty of times, I could have talked talk on this a year ago or so, but there have been plenty of times when they show videos like if it was police uh, brutality type things and, and it will be like 2016, but they're showing you video from, uh, let's say let's say for instance, they'll show you They'll show you a video today, but for some reason, they don't, either they forget to do it, or maybe they figure people are so stupid they don't pay attention to it, but they'll have the actual date will be on the screen somewhere sometimes. So they'll show you something today, and then but the date will say April of 2017, and then it makes you wonder, like, did they not forget to take that out to, you know, so people won't know, or they just think people... It's not paying that much attention. They're so glued to the TV that they don't see the little details around the screen, the bottom of the screen or the left side or right side, the upper right, the upper left, that people ain't paying attention. Because there's been plenty of times I've seen videos and the time that they show them, I'm like, well, why are you playing this? And it was six months ago. The date is right there on the bottom of the screen. And so, like I said, people, I don't know people are not really paying attention or the news outlets is thinking, well, they so dumb, they ain't going to even pay attention to the real date we put on there. And then when they show you later on in that same day, but later on in the evening, that date is, is blocked out. So that's one thing that's, that I say is good about watching these 24-hour news shows because you can get them, You can, if you pay attention, they will, put, they will reveal the truth sometime. And some of these reporters will slip and say things that they wasn't supposed to say and then you'll notice that they'll hurry up and try to usher them off like, well, thank you. We're going to go to such and such. And they'll change the, the scene to another reporter. If you guys pay attention to these 24-hour news things, you'll catch them slipping every now and then. And it happens a lot. And then they'll go. And then later on, they'll come back to that same person. But the same person, this person will later on have a, a slightly different narrative from what they slipped and said the first time. They told the truth about something the first time, so they had to cut them off real quick and go pan off to somebody else, and then they come back later and start changing their narrative unchanged. So if you pay attention to these these new CNNs and MSNBC, you'll catch them slipping, because I caught them slipping plenty of times about plenty different issues. The, um, the Boston bombing, um, there's several other incidents that went on that people done slipped up. There was one time when Wolf Blitzer slipped up and made a comment about 
Uh, the FBI was going to do an interview or whatever. They never even came on the show. And they showed a video of a van, I guess, was actually transporting one of the dudes for real. And they had to cut the camera off and go to something else. So you can catch them slipping. If you just pay attention enough. That's the only reason why I would watch them. Other than that, I wouldn't even fool with watching them on TV. I don't even watch them that much anymore now. But when I do, I just sit down and pay attention. And a lot of times I start recording because... I'll catch something, and then I can, luckily I have it recorded. So you can catch them slipping and start piecing what the real truth is a lot of times. But let me continue on. Adjust our secret cameras. And wait. Finally, it's time to move. We're ushered into one of two auctions happening on this same night. Yeah, no doubt. They do get in trouble. A floodlight obscuring much of the scene. One by one, men are brought out as the bidding begins. 400. 500. 550. 600. 650. And you don't know if they're setting this up to, you know, to get emotions going this might be all a setup just never know but all this is coming in all at one time so i believe and then it's some unstableness in that country like i said it was due to uh taking out uh gaddafi so there might be a lot of truth to it but sometimes people might get little things set up to get certain emotions riled up which might be um another thoughts of the week i might talk about on another episode down the road but um yeah, so this could be the real thing, or it can be slightly staged, and or it might not be. Seven hundred. Very quickly, it's over. We ask if we can speak to the men. The auctioneer, seen here, refuses. We ask again if we can speak to them. We can help them. No, he says. The auction's over, we're told. And we're asked to leave. That was over very quickly. We walked in, and as soon as we walked in, the men started covering their faces. But they clearly wanted to finish what they were doing, and they kept bringing out what they kept referring to in Arabic as Abuda, the merchandise. All in all, they admitted to us that there were 12 Nigerians that were sold in front of us. And I, I honestly don't know what to say. That was probably one of the most unbelievable things I've ever seen. Now, dude said, let us, let them take us to our various countries. Why can't you just go on and move? This is what kind of bothers me, though, is that they are being ordered and moved around, but just few little people there. You would think they can just, you know, pounce on them and take control and do what they got to do. But this is kind of odd. Of being smuggled to Europe by sea. 
going on. They're just thinking, all right, are these people for real? They're really trying to put us on an auction? And so they kind of smiling about it. It could be that type of thing. Or it could be something else. Never know, right? All right, so that's that on the video. And let me see. I'm going to try to find another video real quick here to show some viewpoints in regards to the uh, slave trade. But like I said, one of my questions is, okay, if this is going on, if these auctions are going on and supposedly with the women, they're probably getting, um, they're selling them for a little bit more because of the, you know, the, um, the sex trade. So you might get a little bit more for the uh, African women. I don't know. And they, like he's like uh, the lady said, they're from different places, Nigeria, uh, who knows, Kenya, who knows, there's no telling. No telling. So we like back into slavery as we know it in America, but now in other countries. Sex trade, 
And this is what's happening right across the country. So it's high time the international community spent more attention on Libya for sure. And how bad is, how bad is this? What, 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 what sort of numbers are we talking about here? Well, there's about a million migrants living and working in Libya. They're not certainly all of them wrapped up in this, but many, many are being abused and, and extorted. The government is doing what, it's, what it can. There are big issues in the country in terms of rule of law. There's, there's, the government does not control all of the country by any means. We work with the government to try and help them in just places where they keep migrants in detention. We wish they didn't. We want the detention centers closed down. But we also want to be there to bear witness and to make sure that the human rights abuses that have been reported in it are happening, or at least not happening in the government centers. It's very difficult to control areas under the militia control, as you as is well aware of everybody. This is a very, very lawless country, and it's incredibly difficult to 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 to, to look after the welfare of the migrants. But it, what is particularly important now, I think, is that this issue is reaching global attention. certain social events occur 
things happen. All right. Just things to think about. Again, like I said, are there going to be some more people missing organs over there overseas after they get traded to the highest bidder? Would certain body parts be missing and being sold to those who need it? And whether they know that's what's going on or some of them don't know their body parts that they're getting, their livers, their spleens, a new heart, a kidney, was that they received it from someone that was killed from Libya? Never know. Because they said it's big business when it comes to those organs being uh, traded, sold. They say it's big business, right? So, again, I thank you guys for coming in. I thank the replay viewers who will be checking this episode out. Um, it's probably more, like I said, more to come. And I don't know what's going on with my laptop because I was hoping that it would be recording, but it looks like it stopped. So I'm probably going to have to try something else out again to get this episode recorded into audio version because uh, Periscope's videos can't transfer or don't transfer into or have a hard time transferring into MP3 audios or even trying to transfer change it to an MP4 video. So, but um, once again, I just wanted to bring some awareness to you, ladies and gents. Um, see what y'all thought about it. I wanted to add a little insight of my own, a little insight from others, from other clips to give you a better picture of what's going on other than what certain TV shows or news platforms want you just to know as opposed to checking out with different uh, other sources. So I, I gave you my take on when I talked to uh, somebody that was in Libya. They were on Periscope, so I, I decided to check out their scope. They were talking in English. So, and they spoke in uh, Arabic, I guess, at times to other people who were typing in Arabic. So, But I was able to talk to them a little bit. Don't know, I can't remember who the dude was. I might have... Uh, Follow them, so I have to check my follows and, and see what's up. All right, but uh, thank you guys for listening in. I appreciate you guys for checking out the show, Thoughts of the Week. You can also check out the... Um, I started putting this show on uh, SoundCloud as well. Um, it'll say It should say Thoughts of the Week. So you guys, if you just want to listen in, you go to SoundCloud and listen in to Thoughts of the Week. Also on YouTube at Norwood Media Vision. I normally put the uh, SoundCloud or my Soundcast version on YouTube. So if you don't check out Sound uh, the SoundCloud, then you can go to uh, Norwood Media Vision on YouTube. When you go to YouTube, just type in Norwood Media Vision, three separate words, and then you can check out the Soundcast there. Also, I'm on... Um, which I don't know how long I'm going to be on that or not, but there's another uh, platform where I can put my um, soundcast on. It's called Podian or Podian, one or the other. So you can go to Norwood Media Vision. I think it's dot Podian, P-O-D-I-A-N-T dot C-C or dot C-O, one of the two. And if you just want to listen it, listen to it over there, you can do that. All right. Another way, and... Uh, Besides that, you guys can check me out on Instagram 
on Facebook, here on Periscope and Twitter at Norwood Ventures. All right. Follow me on Instagram at Norwood Ventures. Also, follow on Instagram More Intelligent University on Instagram. All right. Follow that as well. More Intelligent University. Let me see if I can get it pulled up. I probably can right now. My laptop, my Chromebook. These Chromebooks will, will trip out, man, when you run out of memory space for some reason. So just go to more, M-O-O-R underscore intelligent underscore university on Instagram. Follow that Instagram um, platform as well. And also go to the product store on Instagram. Now, there's another product store I wanted to make sure you know this one is separate from the other one. When you go to Instagram, type in the, T-H-E, underscore, the word product, P-R-O-D-U-C-T, underscore, store, S-T-O-R-E. All right, because the other one, I think their words are all one, the product store. So this one is separated with the underscores, all right? So go to the product store on Instagram, all right? So Norwood Ventures on Instagram, More Intelligent University on Instagram, and the product store on Instagram. And the way you find out is if it's the real product store, you'll see the logo is in kind of a navy blue and the letters TPS. And under those letters, it's going to say the product store. All right. It's going to have a nice design in a circle kind of shape design around those letters and the word. So that's how you know. All right. Anyway, I'm out of here. Appreciate y'all listening in. Appreciate y'all coming in, checking in. And uh, I'll be seeing y'all real soon or talking to y'all real soon again on Periscope with another Thoughts of the Week. And the replay starts now. Intelligent University is proud to present its latest course, Goal Setting, Here's How. Only $5.95 between now and January 1st of 2018. To get details about this course, you can go to moreintelligentuniversity.thinkific.com or if you want to download the course, you can go to payhip.com slash 